Welcome to the Nerd BS Podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here with Alan and Tomas, and we are a podcast about basically nerd stuff. Uh, There's general pop culture things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about video games. We're going to talk about tabletop games. Those are our three main topics that we're going to be going over as a podcast. And um, yeah, we're calling it Nerd BS. Actually, the BS isn't quite what you think it stands for, but I will let Alan explain what that means. I like to keep it vague, but uh, I think we'll go with uh, the backstory. What's the initial uh, uh, idea? But yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I don't think you said movies in that, though, did you? Or did I miss that? And just pretty much I anything said, I'm going for. Yeah, general pop culture. So that's whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> that's right. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, I'm Alan over here. Oh. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, uh, so nerd BS stands for nerd backstory but you can you can get, come up with your own ideas we are going to try to keep this family friendly as much as possible so you can listen with your friends and family but if we slip up forgive us we'll do our best um on that note tomas why don't you kind of explain what um what made us decide to do a podcast in the first place I feel like we all wanted to talk about different topics in the nerd, I guess, kind of sphere. And we felt like it would be a good way to share our inputs uh, with each other and for others to hear how we feel and what we think about certain things and topics relating to our cast uh, personally um uh, i've had a, I have a little background in twi- twitch streaming and that's something i really loved doing back in the day and actually did a couple little snippet casts here and there with some uh people i used to uh hang out with quite a bit at the time uh, but unfortunately as you both know i no longer live in an area that it's easy for casting uh, anything like that anymore. And it's actually when uh, Kyle brought this up and uh, a while ago, uh, I got kind of excited. I've been getting kind of excited for a while. It's been a back and forth between us three. And uh, just being in the limelight or something like that, again, sounds really exciting for me. And uh, it'd be really fun to actually do something like this more structured. Yeah, I I remember when you did the the streaming on Twitch. I, it was a while ago and I, it was the first time I had seen somebody stream and I thought it was the weirdest thing at the time. Like this, no one's going to go for this thing. And now I watch Twitch like every day. This will never (laughs) catch on. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Yeah. I actually, I don't have very good internet, but I do, I do, uh, do watch a stream now and again, uh, as well. It's, it's addicting. It's nice to have in the background too. And it, it's just, it's just, I don't know, comforting. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's great background noise. Um, I like that you said the limelight too. Just, I've been excited 
uh, about doing this since we've been talking. We've been talking about it for a while, like you said, but it's, it's you know, as we've gotten closer to actually doing this, I have been looking forward to it and getting all organized and coming up with the topics. And so I'm just excited to do this. So I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're here. Agreed. On that note, um, we are going to go into a topic we call the news, where we just talk about kind of some pop culture things that have happened in the, you know, usually the past week could be whatever, but uh, the first thing, we're going to call it the good, the bad, and the ugly of the news. Uh, so we're going to give you something that we're kind of glad happened. We're going to give you something that bad, maybe it wasn't great. And then obviously the ugly, just man, we wish that didn't happen at all. So let's start with the ugly, because Alan, you said you like to end on a positive note, um, which is the Avengers video game, which I believe the beta is out and or and or out, or you're going to be able to get it on the 4th in a couple days from when we're recording this. Um, do you guys... Have you guys seen any of this gameplay? I personally haven't seen any of it. I I have. I've been actually uh, watching a little bit. Uh, uh, I watch a, a, a YouTuber uh, by the name of these topics, and uh, he... Uh, he played a bit uh, as he as he showed it on his channel, and I was watching the gameplay of it. Uh, it looks interesting, and the way it's been described a couple times is uh, the characters look like um, stunt doubles. Essentially, they they look like they're trying to make uh, the famous MCU uh, heroes, but instead uh, they they were only able to get a. Uh, you know the B team. Uh, kind of reminded me of uh, just a little little tidbit that's out of nowhere. Spaceballs when uh, they think they caught uh, the the main cast and they turn around. And it's just a bunch of stunt devils. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, but that's exactly what it looks comparison. like to me. <laughs> it looks uh, yeah, just look. They just don't look right. Um, and also, it looks so dull. And we we we, we want to talk about this later, but I bring it up now. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, uh, just in comparison, how colorful and bright, and even though it's on a less powerful console, it's it 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 doesn't run perfectly, but it's it runs good. But at the end of the day, it's still a good game to look at, and I think that's something to do with like comic book styles. I mean, they're gotta be bright and colorful and in your face, and this is like dull and bland, and the combat looks super busy. Um, I'm getting really bad uh, Anthem vibes from this, actually. And uh, I actually bought Anthem when it came out right away. And I just remember just that feeling of getting the game, starting to play it, and it's just dying. And this is this is exactly, this feels exactly the same way. Um, and I'm really worried about it, because I really like Marvel, and I really wanted a game like this. <sighs> but it's yeah, just upsetting. I, I also was looking forward to it, but everything leading up to this has not been what I wanted. And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tired of the superhero realms getting away from the colorful, fantastical world that we were supposed to escape to. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to say like, there is, there is a place for dark and, you know, and, but you can still do dark, right. 
you don't have to do dark bad <laughs> like um and i don't know maybe the new avengers game is going for a more dramatic feel a more intense feeling but you know you you can achieve that without sacrificing a good story and without sacrificing a good visual you know you don't i can see what you're saying right there um and i do agree in a sense just for the simple fact like if you compare arkham asylum which is a very dark game but it's also i still i still feel maybe i'm wrong but i still feel that game is does have a lot of color color sprinkled out uh within it which does kind of brighten in the dark spots um but comparing it to like for instance spider-man uh that is another uh marvel franchise that they made the spider-man game on playstation and it's really good really colorful and uh it's just kind of upsetting that it doesn't look more like that in the sense uh but like you said escapism kyle that's a kind of the idea yeah that is the idea um on another dark note kind of the bad part of our news section this week is that the actor Chadwick Boseman has passed away actually from cancer and we put it in the bad section because first of all it's Black Panther and he did a fantastic job as that character couldn't have asked for anyone better but everything we've I've been hearing and reading about how he handled his illness and just the kind of person he was is nothing but positive things and so it's just, it's a bad thing that we lose someone like that in this world that was making things better um and you know it's it's a good thing that you know he's not suffering anymore but it's bad that we kind of lose that that kind of a person so i don't know if you guys wanted to add anything about about black panther chadwick yeah uh yeah chadwick uh, that was (laughs) my wife came out here and showed me that news while i was i think it was rating or something or uh when i got in it just yeah i made my jaw drop it was like holy crap i would not expect that um i didn't even think twice about uh <laughs> the whole thing beforehand because he, he the way he did he portrayed the character and everything like, i would have no uh idea of what he was going through um his health wise uh but yeah it's just incredible he was an incredible actor i've actually been trying to look into more of his films because of this whole as well but i guess that's a bad reason or maybe it's a good reason to go look into somebody's catalog uh but yeah it's really upsetting i i feel like black panther was definitely his his burst into the limelight i think for a lot of us i don't think a lot of us knew who he was until he became black panther and uh actually on netflix i saw a movie with him it's a it's a movie where he is essentially an assassin uh it's like it's like one of those born movies and uh it was it wasn't anything that like stood out or anything but it was a good movie and i just i kind of wonder like i'm i'm with alan here i kind of wonder of like wow what else has he done you know i kind of want to see what else this guy's done because Black Panther was unfortunately the first time I really saw him. Right. Yeah, me too. And he's a fantastic actor. Um, I say, why not look up his catalog? I mean, it's, yeah. I don't think it's a bad reason. I think um, 
It feels like he pumped out quite a few movies too in the past five years alone. Yeah, I was just looking at his Wikipedia, and there's, there's quite a bit of quite a bit of films on there. So he's got a very extensive catalog. I know I've heard of uh, one recently. I know I was listening or watching something. I don't even know where it's from, but uh, Forty Two uh, was another one <clears throat> that he came out in 2015 yes. that I needed to check out, uh, which is supposed to be really good as well. That is a fantastic one. Yes, I saw that. That was a good one. That's the Jackie Robinson one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely worth a watch. So on a moving on, we, we pay our respects, actually. You know, I don't want to just brush over that, but we pay our respects to Chadwick and his family and pray that they are doing well in this time of grieving. But yeah. moving on to a more positive note, we have one more bit of news. It is the Arkham series. And I believe you guys have more to talk about it than I do, so I'll pass it over to, to Tomas to talk about Arkham. Yeah, um, so like we were just discussing with the Avengers and, you know, and I was just saying if he, there are ways to do it dark, and as Alan pointed out, you know, the Arkham series is a good example of that, and it is. And I don't know about you guys, but I enjoyed the Arkham series probably probably more than anyone naturally should (laughs) (laughs) i love it it's a great winter game like yeah but uh i i uh i'm a huge batman fan always have been you know i grew up on him the new arkham games coming out and apparently in 2021 uh the first one that i feel looks the most interesting is gotham knights although it's being done by wb montreal which I know a lot of people weren't excited about Arkham Origins and they didn't really love it. Hey, I loved Arkham Origins. I don't care anyway. So that game was amazing. And also, great Christmas game because I think I played it around Christmas time. The other one is Suicide Squad, which is actually coming out from the Rocksteady Group and WB. And that one's also posted for 2021, although there has not been any gameplay footage of it so far and there has been gameplay footage of gotham knights but you guys can see the official trailers for both of them they look great uh yeah and that's the good yeah (laughs) yes i i will always welcome another arkham game and so i'm excited for that oh uh yeah i was just gonna say that uh suicide squad looks okay but yeah the, the the trailer it was kind of weird. Uh, I'm a little worried about the Arkham, uh, the Arkham Knights game, and also I uh, just want to leave on a. Uh, Tim is fine, but uh, why 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 couldn't we get Damien? I want Damien. <laughs> uh, Damien's a much more interesting Robin than uh, than Tim. But anyways, I'll back. Up. Agreed, but I'm excited <laughs> for Arkham. Still, it's good though. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I agree with that, but I'm still excited for another Arkham game. I'm also getting um, the same vibes for Suicide Squad as I am for the Avengers, but we will see because there's not a lot. Yeah. But we are going to move on to our first topic uh, of the podcast, and it's related to what we're just talking about because apparently we have an announcement for the upcoming Batman movie. Now, we, uh, we know who's going to play Batman. And we can get into that a little bit. But 
we want to talk about the villains, particularly in this section. So, our topic tonight. Well, first, I you know I don't know if we should reveal it. I I guess it's been revealed, but you guys tell me who's who is the villain coming out for the new Batman movie. Well, yeah, it's it's been revealed that it is going to be the Riddler, although it is the. I feel the most oddest way to portray the Riddler that I've personally seen. And then if I can just give a little bit of personal, personal opinion, Riddler's a C-lister, a B-lister at best. He's not A-list. Really? I, yeah. Uh, but he's, he, yeah, I don't know about C-lister. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's a joker. He's a joker. Wait, see, see, I see, I always, see, I always oh, felt, oh. I always felt Riddler was a, was a little bit more uh, structured than Joker, where Joker is a bit more chaotic, just kind of makes them different. <clears throat> so, are we talking about Jim Carrey Riddler, or are we talking about Arkham <laughs> series Riddler? I, I just, I just don't care in which universe you put them. I mean, I guess, I guess I would have to give it to you. Okay, maybe not a C-lister. Maybe that's a little more personal, but he's definitely a B-lister. He, he's not an A-lister. I will say, if you ask, a, if you if you ask someone in the street, Batman villains, I bet you Riddler is going to come up pretty quick. Oh no! Yeah. First, you're going to well, hit Joker, and you're probably going to sure. get Scarecrow nowadays because of what Nolan Scarecrow did, which maybe, was, and. You'd probably get Two Face. Hold on, I think I can keep going before I hit Riddler. Bane. I, uh, I still think most people would actually say Riddler <laughs> over Two Face. Catwoman and uh, even Bane. Ivy. Well, here's here's my baseline. I go off the Adam West show, the 1966 Ooh. series. Those are the base villains. Those are the the A listers. Solid show. And, and uh, you know, although they probably couldn't even do a Bane, I don't know if Bane was created back then. Uh, Riddler was part of that crew. Yep. Yep. But I'll have to. I'll have to give you. I'll have to give you from Batman's words. Well, okay. No, it wasn't Batman. It was Nightwing's words himself saying, "When he sees Riddler, if you guys have seen the Batman Hush, you would know this. When he sees Riddler driving oh, down the road, seen it. he goes, oh man, all the B-listers are even coming out now.'" <laughs> I I, mean, I don't I don't remember the quote, but that sounds about right. <laughs> so I mean, from from the Dark Knight's apprentice's own mouth. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll give I, you that I, I don't know. I I've always had a soft spot for Hitler. I maybe it's his costume. Um, maybe because I Joker is a little bit too mainstream for me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've always enjoyed Hitler. Uh, but anyways, uh, but yes, you were you you were saying some stuff about which I've actually heard a lot of people uh, comment uh, that they are using a lot of Hush's uh, style uh, for this Riddler. It's been said a couple times, but I think you're coming to that. Yeah, if if you the the official trailer's out now, and you can see it, and how they're kind of opening it is is a little interesting. So. Spoilers, go watch it first. But spoilers, it, it opens with a murder 
a murder scene, and this guy has his face looks like it's all bandaged up. And um, Alan, do you remember what was on the face? I cannot recall what was no. on the face. No. Uh, something about no more lies. I think it was no more lies was written on the mask. And the whole face stealing thing is a very, and for those of you who, who know this are probably saying it right now is a very hush thing. It's a hush. That, that's yeah. hushes MO. But, so, I, I mean, but no one's knows hush. The general public isn't aware of hush as a villain. Yeah, if you go back to that random person in the street, uh, before they get to about 20 Batman villains, they're probably not even saying hush. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. They've probably gone Killer Croc. They've probably gone Calendar Man before yeah, they hit hush. Yeah, I was going to say Calendar Man. Yeah. <laughs> Calendar Man for sure. Not saying it's a bad villain, just saying, yeah, it's not a very known villain. No, you and you guys are right. Hush really has very little n- notoriety. Um, and it... To me, though, to me, though, is like this is your chance. You're redoing a Batman film, so you know everyone's going to come, anyways. And you're you're reintroducing a whole new Batman, which, like every other Batman, everyone's like, "Oh, I don't know if he can do it. I don't know." I think you were saying that, Alan. Yeah, it does feel that <laughs> way. Just about. I mean, past Michael Keaton, I think every. Every Batman henceforth has had some sort of shade drawn out for them before they actually play the part. I think the only one that's really bombed it hard is a a little little unknown actor from ER named George George Clooney. I think is his name. Dang, throwback yeah. to ER. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good for you. Uh, the good old Bat card. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't leave home without it. <laughs> But anyways, so, you know, you're redoing everything new. You're making everything new. And why not give the public a new villain? One that really hasn't been seen before. I mean, they did it with Scarecrow with Nolan. Yeah, I will give you the Nolan one. They did go a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, obscure. Um, Because even you, what did you even have? Rajah Ghoul? Batman Begins, right? Yeah, that was really out of the out yeah. yeah they, that was um, that was a double villain movie, and they yeah. Those now a lot of people remember that right. too, even though Liam News, yeah, Liam News is Raj Hakul, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, but I still would argue that Scarecrow is more well known, and maybe it's because of the Batman animated series. Uh, why Scarecrow is probably more known than Hush? Because I don't think Hush was ever in the Batman animated series. He may have not even well, been around. Actually, so I think he's. A, I feel like is he a newer villain. No, I could have sworn he was in it once. There's like one season. I think he's in the animated series, yeah. Yeah, is he, but is it's he later. I haven't watched it's, in a little while. It's late. It's late in the, the whole set. But still, uh, but I know but people do know Scarecrow. He didn't get the reoccurrence that Scarecrow got in the animated series that... Uh, yeah. Riddler got in the animated series that Two-Face Scarecrow got. Scarecrow even got a... He got a it went with the third seasons where they did a whole change in the art yeah. style, and even Scarecrow got a, a, a redone uh, look, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. And they um, actually, they actually did a whole, I believe, chain of episodes with Scarecrow, where they were like to be continued, at least two or three. 
Uh, so ba- um, basically, uh, you're hurting your argument. Uh, Scarecrow is much more known than that. <laughs> but all I'm saying is it's your chance to do something new. So wow us. And why not wow us with Hush, especially if you watch the trailer and you see the Riddler's costume. I, it's well, Hush's costume. It, it, I'm curious if that's actually his costume. I feel like there may be an, a, a more stylized costume that's going to be introduced later. That might be a little, uh, little, little nothing right there. But who knows? Um, I do agree. I do know a little bit about Madman. And when I did see the trailer, um, I instinctively thought Hush for the same reasons. Um, and I only only found out much later that it was the Riddler. I did see the little riddle that was going on. I was like, well, maybe. But Hush yeah. does make sense. And then when it was announced, when I saw it was announced as it was Riddler, I was like, okay, I get it. Uh, but I do also agree, maybe they are taking some aspects of Hush and making a more modern, darker Riddler, and just you know. I honestly feel like, and once again, if you have not seen Batman Hush, go watch it first. But I have a feeling that they're doing something more along those lines. Yeah, yeah, I and could yeah, it could be like a the old switcheroo. Mm. It it's possible. Maybe hush. he could he could be in there. Maybe maybe he is in there. Maybe he's gonna be the maybe he's gonna be in the second one or something. Maybe they have a, a plan, and uh, who it knows? Because be. I know Hush, if I remember correctly, is a very mastermindy person. So yeah. maybe maybe there's something else going on that we don't know about. And also, just one last thing, really quick. If if you look. And if you hear what they were saying, like, we want to do a more down-to-earth, even more down-to-earth than Nolan. Like, we want villains who are... So they will want villains that are easy to be down-to-earth, too. Riddler can be a little... A little, you know... What is, what's the good word I'm looking for? A little uh, uh, out there. He, he's not a good down-to-earth villain. Hush, on the other hand, if, you, if you've read a Hush comic or if you've seen... Uh, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. If you've read a Hush comic, you'd know that Hush is a very much is a perfect opponent for a great detective. Whereas Riddler is just kind of a pompous, you know. Pompous and you are really pompous. down on Riddler. You I really don't yeah. like him. I really like, don't. I don't. I don't understand it. I actually, I really enjoy Riddler, and I just, I I, feel like I've never. Been I, I know what it is. Riddler. I know what it is. It is all what? those. Dang Riddler trophies and all the games. That you have. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I do whenever I do that Riddler hunt. Created a hatred in me. It created a villain out of you. I mean, who who is the true villain of those Arkham games? All three of them, Mr. Riddler. I, I, I mean, kind of. He's he makes just, you do the most work. But he's he kind of in the background. Right. He's just kind of in the background, like, oh, I'll get to this if I get to this. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't even need to get him to technically beat it. That's a good Well, point. you got to save the people that he's captured. I mean, you got to, though, because if you it, don't, right? I mean, yeah, he's, gonna, he's just going to just massacre people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but anyway, he was like a, in a big mech suit at the end of one of them or something. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird. I mean, it's Riddler. What are they going to do with him? He's not going to, he has no chance against Batman. <laughs> Like <laughs> fighting wise, well, yeah, because yeah. he says he says his great skill on Batman is his mind, and Batman solves all his riddles while fighting other crimes. 
<laughs> you just gave Tomas another point for Riddler being not a good villain. So. Hey, okay, well there you go. I I, I, um, I like I like Riddler. But anyways, so speaking of fighting superhero teams, uh, there's a little game called Marvel Ultimate Alliance on the Nintendo Switch that we've been playing quite a bit of. And Alan, you mentioned earlier that we were going to talk about this game because the Avengers game is out and um this is technically the video games portion of the podcast and so um what i want to say about is that why make this avengers game if you have an ultimate alliance game which which is good which we we've put many many hours into um and then it's it's like a lesser cast with less colors for the, going back to the, the new Avengers game coming out when ultimate Alliance was like, maybe it's not a great franchise, but I love it. And I thought the game was great. Cause you get the X-Men in there, which is all I'd really want. It's just another X-Men legends game. Well, I don't know if it's not a great franchise. I think, I think what it's put out three games, right? We'll say Marvel ultimate Alliance three, which is the one specific one we're talking about. Uh, sure. Yeah. Sorry. The one. Well, it's the only one on the Switch. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it has not gone on sale since it's come out. At least I haven't seen it. Not on the eShop. Maybe somewhere else. But on the eShop. Because uh, I was watching it for a long time to go see it go on sale, and I didn't see it go on sale. I yeah. could be wrong because I haven't been watching it since I bought it. But I haven't seen anything pop up, and I usually I, I stay think, on top of those eShop sales. Yeah, I think recently it did, but it wasn't much, and. But my question is: Does that indicate that it's a good game? I would I would argue that it indicates it's selling, as I would say that if it if it doesn't go on sale, that means people are buying it at the price. True, I bought Anthem for I think five dollars, brand new. <laughs> yeah. like you were talking I, about. Bought, I bought it for forty Whoa. when it came out, which is sad. Yeah, it, it was a six dollar game, but that had some sort of deal, and I was like, oh, I'll get it for forty, and yeah, I was disappointed. But anyways. Uh, I mean, and going back to to what we were saying about the sale price and stuff. I mean, it, and you know what Alan was saying. You know, it's it's obviously in demand enough that people are willing to pay that price. That you know, you have a game that works. Why, why do you want to? You know, it well, just it feels like my theory is uh, the Avengers game. Marvel's Avengers. Uh, well, not my theory. I take it back. The theory I've heard a lot and I have adopted uh, is that it wasn't originally a multiplayer game. It was actually a single-player game uh, that Square Enix was publishing and whoever was making it, and it was actually pushed to be a multiplayer game. Uh, specifically, I, yeah. not just a multiplayer game, but specifically a, a games-as-service game, which is a game that can continuously go on and keep making money uh, that's that's why I think that they want to push that, and Marvel Alliance is not built that, right. that way. And that <laughs> might be a bigger topic, <clears throat> excuse me, where the games are heading, video games in general, where that that's the model, yeah. which makes sense, because it's like, you know, if you look at like a, a Halo game, where it's like, oh, we have, I don't know, eight total, maybe more, where instead you could, I, Halo Infinite oh, and there's coming out. Coming out. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to deter too much, but yeah. like that's the model. It's like let's just keep adding to it. However, 
I didn't know that about the single player mode. That would have made me more excited to play it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then make a new Ultimate Alliance or add to Ultimate Alliance or make I would have yeah on another console or something. Uh, this is a Marvel Alliance discussion talk. Uh, one of my biggest gripes with Marvel Alliance. Well, I love it and it's amazing. Um, thinking back on uh, one and two and even all the way back to X Men Legends one and two, uh, their predecessors. Uh, the customization with the heroes was very complex, and there was a lot you could do with them. Um, whereas the newest one, MUA three on Switch, uh, it's very simplified, and it's I, I kind of it would have been nice, like you were just saying, if they would have just released a MUA four, um, but just given some of that customization back, that'd have been nice, uh, and on and on modern consoles too, because that was the worst part about it. It's on Switch, and there's a bit of slowdown, and there's some graphical issues which probably could have been adjusted for on a more powerful system yeah and some glitches with some of the downloadable characters like we saw with cable and things like that you know so it it definitely would have been nicer if we had gotten that kind of cleaned up and i agree with Alan. if we had gotten that kind of customization again uh i think that i i don't know why the new Marvel game went this way because I I would say it's 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 definitely a money it, to me it feels like definitely a money grabbing scheme and believe me that's coming from someone who has said a lot of times like with loot boxes yeah maybe it's gambling how, no. how much how much you brushed off is it Shadow <laughs> of Mordor was that the that the, oh, the I sequel? love Shadow of Mordor it's a sequel right where they have like a bunch of terrible. Shadow of War. Shadow of War. Yeah, I played Shadow of Mordor a lot. But I didn't get sh- I didn't get Shadow of War, uh, but yeah, they they went crazy with those. Uh, yeah, that that stuff, and it's just it's a little sickening. I, I loved it, and you're right. There is no excuse for it, though. You're right, Alan. There isn't, and so it kind of comes down to like, but why did Marvel need to grab money like this? I mean, they, you know, because uh, like, they want money. <laughs> that's, that's I know. Yeah, you want to make money, but you also want like I some the intention is good. Yeah, yeah. The, this when you set out to make a game, especially with the Avengers, or at the peak of you know probably the peak of where they'll be for a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Especially with those characters, popularity are getting recast and stuff, right? They've been getting mm-hmm. punched aside. Yeah, they're doing a whole new a whole new phase. Yeah. So, but at the same that being said, there's I don't know, hundreds of different people touching the game and putting it into the game. And that can, that can go sideways fast. Like to me, it's like, okay, Ferrari wants to make money, but that doesn't mean that they're going to start making their cars worse. You know what I mean? Ferrari is still going to be a Ferrari. You know what I mean? So like when, when you when you have money and when you're making money, why jeopardize your product to grab a couple extra bucks? Is my opinion. Yeah, and this is all slimy. That's a fair question, but let's uh, get back to yeah. That's what yeah I was gonna sorry, say. Uh, on a positive note for MUA three, uh, what I wanted to say before we moved on, it's an amazing game. I I know I got really negative back there, but it is an amazing game. I've put over a hundred hours into it. I think I put played more than these two, uh, and my son yes. also played a crap ton as well. Uh, so uh, yeah, I highly yeah. recommend it. It has issues, but that's about it. 
I'll say this in MUA3's favor. Before MU, MUA3 came out, I had bought Pokemon for the Switch, and that was it. <laughs> you bought a Pokemon <laughs> machine. And then when MUA3 came out, I said, ah, okay, I'll get a second game. And I have not, I have not regretted it. Hey, that's, that's uh, usually my guideline for buying a handheld as well from Nintendo. Is is there a Pokemon on it? All right, I'll take it up. Exactly. I I have I think I have a Pokemon game. I haven't played a Pokemon game ever. Yeah, but um no. <laughs> uh Tomas, have you gotten the free jump rope game on Switch? No, I haven't. Better you gotta look it's that. going away. It's going away at the end of the month. Yeah, you gotta get it. Um but speaking of free games, uh Fall Guys is a game that's out and it was technically free if you had a playstation account Uh, playstation plus account yeah there's too much they need to combine all that but that's (laughs) another topic um (laughs) yeah i i believe i'm I'm playing it and i'm enjoying it but i think it's overrated the hype of it it's starting to die down a little bit but it it's fun and i'm glad it's free because i would not pay for it that's for sure i don't i don't know if you i think alan and i played it well, it, it comes down to, like, okay, here's the thing, and this is probably where I'm going to get a lot of flack, but I don't play Fortnite. I don't play games like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't usually enjoy those kind of games. And to me, isn't Fall Guys just another Fortnite? Like, I mean... No, no. no. I would not no. compare it to Fortnite. All right. Really yeah. Um, Fortnite is like shooter. It is a. It is a bat. It's a. Uh, what is it called? Battle arena. No, what is it called? Battle royale. Uh, battle royale. Uh, it's like a large battle royale. Every hundred people go in, they'll kill each other and build stuff. Uh, Fall Guys is you take sixty people and you basically play Mario Party mini games, um, but they're really chaotic. Have Have you ever seen the? But still, the concept is the same. A bunch of people in one big area all try to compete for one challenge for victory. It it has that one aspect in common, the battle royale. But it's not, yes. a, you can't even call it a battle. It's, have you seen the show Wipeout? You ever seen that old yes. ABC show? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, well, you've probably, you've seen the game. Well, yeah, I, I've seen the game. I'm but, just, I've not played the game and I'm just being a little bit of a devil here. So, I mean, let's. No, I said it's overrated. Me. Uh, so I'm I'm not, I'm on your side. Yeah, uh, he's 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 saying he's overrated. I would be the devil's advocate on both of you, and I do not think it's overrated. <laughs> I think it is it, it is a very small premium price, which I think is twenty dollars, um, which is not that bad. Uh, and I've been following the developers on Twitter, and they have been very fun to follow, and been very uh, supportive with donations and stuff like that so far. But as I've told Kyle already when we were talking about it and playing it, uh, it's only a matter of time before they probably get corrupt, sadly. Uh, but for now, it yeah. is really fun, and I do think the premium is good enough. My son is actually looking into it, uh, getting the premium. Uh, they don't even have a battle pass system, which is really nice. Uh, they do good. have uh, money, uh, uh, an in-game currency, which you have to pay for. Oh, you don't have to. You can pay for, um, but I haven't felt the need to, uh, which is I'm not a huge fan of. But whatever. Uh, but I would argue it is really good, and it is worth the price. It's a very fun, very good game to just dip into for a little bit. I will say though, even though I agree it's worth it, 
I probably still would not have paid it at premium. Yeah, I I wouldn't pay for it. I'm glad they gave it away for free. And I can't wait to buy my Avengers costume on there. That's my prediction yeah. is that they're yeah, going to sell I agree. Deadpool costumes to little kids, which I think we all agree is kind of slimy. But yeah. moving on to our third topic, um, we were going to discuss one more game, but we're out of time. So we're going to move on to... Uh, we'll save that for the next time. The Crystal Chronicles right. thing. Fine. Uh, I know. I'm next sorry. Week, Crystal Chronicles. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's on the list. So we're moving on. I think I mentioned it earlier. I hope I did in the intro. But this is the tabletop games section of the podcast, and that includes uh, the you know some may have heard of a thing called D and D, and there's a bunch of other games that we play whether that be Magic, The Gathering, Heroclix, but uh, I'm going to hand it over to you guys because you guys play quite a bit of D&D, and I know you have stuff to talk about. A little, little indie game known as Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, yeah, we play. both me and Tomas actually play uh, in a game on every week. Uh, he plays a couple other games as well of D&D on the side, but specifically what we're talking about today, not that, uh, we're talking about the Mythic Odysseys of Theros, which I think is out now. I know it was coming out. Uh, no, uh, yeah, right. I guess it's, it's not for a while. What yeah. this, what that is? What, <laughs> so this like is um, one minute overview of D and D. Yeah, one minute overview. Uh, <laughs> no, okay, no. So, I mean, I know what D and D is. But it's not for, for, for a little while. It's since July, so I'm a little behind on this one. Uh, but uh, I was looking at it. And it actually has a couple races, uh, a Leonin, which is a lion uh, race, and a Satyr, Sat- Satyr, 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 Satyr. Uh, another several more races. So this this product over here, this product is a uh, essentially an expansion pack. Um, so you have your core D and D game, and this is a this is a product that you can buy to add more things to your game. Got it. Uh, usually involving races, uh, classes. Well, not usually classes. It's actually really rare. It's usually archetypes, which is uh, branches off of classes uh, and other monsters and things like that. This in particular has those two races, uh, some bard colleges, uh, uh, some paladin oaths. Uh, uh, There's another one coming up, but I can't remember what it was right now, and I'll have to look it up, and that'll probably go into another week. Uh, but this is this is an interesting one, um, and it's it came out recently. I will say this with D and D, especially. I remember when I started playing Five E with you, Alan, and you know we were talking about the races. <laughs> and one of my first things I said to Alan, I was like, "There are not a lot of beast people in this <laughs> game." And it wasn't for a while. And you know, like you're saying, now we have the choice: the Lion Men, the Leonin. Um, and they've added, you know, more like the Minotaur and the Centaur, and it, it's it's nice, is what I'm saying, is to get an expansive uh, new races that are not just human. Because I, I don't know about you guys, I'm not a huge fan of playing a human in my fantasy games. If I'm going to play fantasy, I want to be something fantastical. So I actually usually usually uh, lean towards more human. Uh, yeah, and human. like I, I believe another friend of ours uh, is more like that as well. I I don't know about Kyle, but 
It depends on, you know, what I'm playing. I, I haven't played an official D&D game, I don't think. That is something no, we'll have to change someday. But... No, yeah. I'm oh, not opposed we used to, to play uh, O'Reilly's. Yeah. Uh, I know. You played yeah. that with me a little bit. I, I played a little back in the day, like the old school one that a buddy of mine had. And I loved it. I thought it was amazing. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I agree with Tomas. Like, I want to be a dwarf or sometimes I want to be <laughs> an elf. Like, some, like that's – but, yeah, I mean, once in a while I'll be a human if I just kind of want to feel like a, a, you know, a real, a real hero. <laughs> but <laughs> – but sometimes I want to be a drunk dwarf, so. Of course, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's kind of. What I just like. I like races that are a little more closer to human. Uh, but I've done. I've done off ones too. I've. I've tried to expand my horizons. Uh, I think, for instance, I. I think this last character I made in your game was actually my first female character in D and D. Yeah. Uh, just, just trying out ex- ex- expanding, uh, my role playing, uh, prowess. I uh, try to be a little better at that, um, but uh, yeah, because we 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 plan a game of Curse of Strahd right now, and uh, I might set up a segment in the future for that to discuss that a little bit. But uh, <laughs> yes. but yeah, so so this one's out guys, already. Uh, are you excited for this one? Uh, yeah, it's it's already out. So, but yes, I am. Uh, so it came out actually two month a month and a half ago. I didn't realize it was out yet, so it shows how up the times I am. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about it, mainly for the lion people, uh, for 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 Tomas, because I know that was one of the first things uh, we were talking. He wanted to be a lion person, and he ended up <laughs> being a tabaxi instead, um, which is a cat person or a, a more more more. I guess what would you call a jaguar? More kind of live cats. Know. Yeah, more more. Yeah, less more solitary type cats. Uh, and big cat, but not like lion or tiger. Like definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it it makes sense for their stats, but this is this they get their own personal stats. So that means they're probably more focused and maybe even uh, strength or. Uh, I mean, a lion. I would imagine even charisma. I haven't looked at it. I probably should look at it see if I can find it. I actually, I have actually played a one shot with some friends, and I did it, and I played the Leonin as a barbarian. <laughs> Ooh, let me tell you, okay. they're, they're made for barbarian. That. They're made, made for, for barbarian, huh? I would think for like a paladin. I don't know. When I, when I think of a lion, I think of a paladin. Maybe that's my Final Fantasy fourteen life. Well, I mean, you could probably paladin this. It, it's strength and constitution are there. Okay, strength con, yeah. So any fighter class, that would probably be nice. And satire is definitely a bard. I know, I know my brother was telling me about that. Oh, yeah, or, with the charisma and decks. Yeah, it's like charisma decks. Mm-hmm. Um, very bardling, which makes sense for a, a, a satyr. You want to call it a satyr, but I think it's satyr. I think it's yeah, right satyr. Satire. Yeah, satire. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like satire, satire. Uh, but anyways, but I yeah. do know that D D though was not the only thing that all of us were excited for. There was some new clicks that came out. Hero clicks. That Kyle. is correct. Hey, hey, um. Hey. Th- those yeah. transitions are for Kyle's job. <laughs> I thought that was smooth. <laughs> I was excited. Kidding, go, go, go. I'm just, just, just poking. Um, yeah, but there's no going back, though, once you switch. So <laughs> say fine. your piece. Um, yeah, so we play a game called Hero Clicks, which is a tabletop game. You get these figures. We basically call it like a game of chess, but really complicated and 
absurd superhero powers. And the latest set that came out, which apparently came out last month. What month are we in, man? Yeah, last month month it came out. But yeah, I I mean, we're not able to play it yet, so that's kind of the downside. But the good thing is they're still making hero clicks, which I'm really excited for. And um, I'm going to point out a couple. There's a Spider-Man 1776, um, which this this is a game changer to me uh, because he's a 75-point piece. But he gives any soldier um, character, when you're making a theme team, he gives any soldier uh, character that the keyword, the Spider-Man family keyword. So now any soldier character can be on a theme team, which includes most Captain Americas, most War Machines, Winter Soldiers, uh, Red Red Skulls, uh, Silver Sable, Nick Furies, like... I could go down the so list. So he's like that Batman that I have that says anyone with Gotham gets yeah, they're, Batman. They're, they're doing that. Yeah, because I got a Cyclops that came out pretty recently that anybody That's who has cool, an X uh, yes. and their team name, uh, they get to be an X-Men or whatever you want to do. Yeah, I mean, I, it could be wrong because, you know, we were just on Riddler. Now I hate to have more people hate me for this, but I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan. So I would never make Spider-Man the backbone, Spider-Man. the backbone of a t- see. What's good for you two? What's good for you two is everyone's going <laughs> to hate me, so you're fine. They're all going to yeah, love you two. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hate so, Spider-Man. Wow. So I, I'm not a huge fan. I didn't say hate. I said I'm not a huge fan. Fair, fair enough. Uh, but I would never put Spider-Man as a backbone of a team. Do you think this gives you? Like, have you ever put Spider-Man as a backbone of a team? Just so many uh, Spider-Man, I'm sure. Was that Cosmic? Was it Cosmic, Cosmic Spider-Man or something that was, like, Cosmic broken? Spider-Man. Okay, well, if you make some broken piece, then yes. Yeah, I get, I get what you're back. saying, though. <laughs> I get what you're saying. The what-if character of Cosmic Spider-Man probably doesn't count. So, no, I haven't put him as a backbone. However, the difference with this Spider-Man uh, compared to the Cyclops and the Batman is that those were already named keywords which means they got theme team bonuses however it's shifted over this one is you can get like the 10 point i mean not in a modern game but like the games we play at home you could get the easy company soldier for 10 points and load those bad boys up that now they have probability control so Oh wow! Uh, and also, the price of him is great because my Batman yeah. is over a hundred points. I don't know about the Cyclops. Yeah, seventy-five points is a, it's pretty cheap. Is a budget. Yeah. Um, so once, so I'm really excited that they're still making clicks. Uh, Spider-Man set, sure, why not? I don't really have any complaints about that in general. My complaint, though, if I were to complain about it at all, is the fact that the just the sculpts seem to be getting lazier and maybe there's a reason for it maybe there's not but i have a picture of the carnage um clicks side by side here and the first one they ever made which is still kind of hard to find looks the sculpt is just amazing and you know to be fair it would break a lot because it was (laughs) it was so thin but it was a great sculpt like i i'll glue it back together this new one is just he looks cool but he's on the, he's on a tombstone and there's just not a lot of action 
happening with with them and so that's just been something that's kind of bugged me for a while no i did notice that with some of the new pieces that i got i say new pieces but they were year ago i got some new pieces (laughs) right yeah same here um but i did kind of notice that some of the new ones that i got because i bought some of the new new sets that had come out for avengers you know because i wanted some new avengers and i i got some colossal pieces like uh uh miss is it miss marvel the one that can grow now yeah 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 i got her and I remember your colossals that you'd showed me, the your for your older ones, and their detail is amazing. This uh, one is just kind of like, oh, the Spectre. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's just to save uh, damage possibilities, which I could get on board with. But um, yeah, I'm excited for the set. I, who knows if I'll get any uh anytime soon and we don't even have a way to play yet we're not even doing this podcast together we're remote doing it remotely so um that'll bring us to our final section of the podcast for the for to i'll just say today um but so it's kind of we're kind of it's like a lightning round almost here what we're going to do and uh, the next topic is what games we'll just do this what games are you guys playing this week and uh, i'll shoot it over to alan all right uh well i have been playing a crap ton of final fantasy 14 as you both know i am an avid final fantasy 14 player yeah you I've are too many hours <laughs> in that game um i actually just defeated the the most recent tier mostly today with both my main and my alt so you could say i play the game uh <clears throat> so yeah it's it's a great game i've been having a lot of fun with it but that's primarily what i've been playing um i've been switching into a little bit of chris chronicles i played a, a little bit with you uh the other day kind of upsetting to talk about but that's okay uh and then uh another game that i was going to bring up later which is uh, descenders it's a great great game uh that's primarily <laughs> what i've been playing right now Sorry, yeah. I'm you know what I'm not sorry about Crystal Chronicles. Tomas, oh. what have you been playing? <laughs> That's Jeez. the same way I feel about Crystal Chronicles. I ain't sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh honestly, I am one of those people that just play and play and play and play and play a game. And so I just got done playing Ghost of Tsushima. That's probably a terrible way nice. to say that. No I, no, I think you got it. And I ha- then jumped back to Neo because uh, Neo 2 because the DLC came out. And now I've just been sucked into that probably really badly. Speaking of games going on sale from earlier, I feel like Neo 2 went on sale pretty Did quickly. It? Yeah, I see it for like 20 bucks, maybe 25 Kind of the thing about Neo 2, which was kind of disappointing, was they kind of repasted levels. So, like, you can see levels from Neo 1 in Neo 2. They've just remazed them. Uh, So, it's kind of like I could see why it went on sale. It's just, it's a game that I thoroughly enjoy because 
I like those Souls-like games, and I like a challenge in my game. I like sweating as I play. It gives me kind of a workout, you know? Gets the heart rate going. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Good visual. Um, smell it from so, here. So the, the games that I've been playing this week are Fall Guys, obviously. It's, it's, a, it's great in short bursts, but I can see it getting old pretty quick. Uh, but I also started Horizon Zero Dawn for the first oh, time. Boy. Yeah, and I got the complete edition. I've just been waiting to play it. But I I might just go through the story and if I ever want to go back and do all the little stuff. I have a hard time not completing games. Uh, no, do it do it that way because I did every little thing and I am seriously like I, I talked to a friend of mine who actually beat the game and I told him where I was and he was like, yeah, dude, you only have like five hours left. And I, I, I still haven't beaten it because I did every little thing and I just kind of was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. 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 I, I, I just kind of want to beat games now. I'm not so much of completing them. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I remember the same thing with that it's, one. It's well done. I like the all the upgrades and stuff. So uh, that, that one's definitely worth checking out. Fall Guys, not so much. Um, how, <laughs> so now we're going to talk free. about... Yeah, it's... Well, I don't know if it's still free. But uh, in Indie, the Indie Game of the Month, are the Indie developers, we want to give them some love. And we know Tomas isn't the biggest Indie game player. He kind of gave us a little Neo 2 review. We could talk about that more. We're going to get him into these Indie games. The thing is, is it's not that I don't like indie games it it's that i've never found one that really just was like oh that's what i want to put was overlord indie back in the day you remember mm, overlord? i don't think so i don't know any much about it though. that's a stretch well that's about as indie as it got for me or <laughs> i did play man eater that's about as indie as it got for i me. think yeah i'll give you man eater all right so yeah. alan um, why don't you tell us uh, your indie of the month? Uh, I love indies, and uh, I found this little indie little gem on Twitter that I never even heard of. Uh, but I am a primarily console player, so it has been out for about two years uh, previously. But it did recently come to PS4, and I'm talking about Descenders uh, on Twitch. They're complaining it was hard to find. I didn't have that issue, but also, I know how to manage a store, but I can understand it uh, if you're not used to buying stuff on there. Anyways, it is a fun uh, bicycle game, which I have not played many bicycle games in my in my day. I know a lot of them. That's a new one for me. Yeah, I, I know a lot. A lot of them uh, kind of seem to try to be that Tony Hawk style game, and this one definitely has uh, that type of vibe. But it's actually closer to it's more of a rogue light. So let me just describe a little bit. As you ride your bicycle down a hill uh, on a course that is randomly generated, um, and you just can do tricks, uh, but the main goal is getting to the end, and there's a bonus objective. And that sounds easier than it is, because some of those courses are pretty crazy. But what's kind of cool about it is the course is not just a course. It's actually a course in like a wilderness area. So you can actually go off the course and you can find your own way to the end if you really wanted to. Uh, it's 
really cool and a great game. It's got wonderful sound as well. The music in it. I was just I turned down the sound effects, just bumped the 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 beautiful music and actually uh, I, I wanted to specifically focus this one to you tomas because it's really it's it's an edm style music and i actually think you'd get a real kick out of it just the tunes um i'll have to give you a link to to i have to give you like a, a name of the artist that does the music for it but well, actually this but does sound like an interesting game so i'm probably gonna yeah. have to look <laughs> it's it's yeah, really this funny. might be my first indie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I would highly advise it. But anyway, so I got off of rating and I was like, you know what? We're gonna do the podcast tonight, and I would like to just chillax. So I put it on, and I did. They put they put daily trials on, and I did the daily trial. I thought it was gonna be like intense. It wasn't. I like I said, I, I turned down the, the the sound effects and I just let the music go, and I was just riding a bicycle, and it was just really fun. And it got a little tough here and there, but. It was really relaxing, um, but it's a roguelite, which I don't know if either of you have played roguelites before, but essentially you have a, uh, a grid that you have to go from uh, area to area, track to track, and until you run out of lives, until you, which is you die, quote unquote, or lose a life by just crashing your bike. Uh, and you just try to go to the end, you go to the boss track, which is just like a giant jump, and then you go to the next area. It's very simple. And you can wander around that area, going to level to level, and and actually gain more. Uh, you get these uh, followers that give you bonuses, essentially, and, uh, and so you can get more of those, and then go to the end, and then it's it's essentially easier to beat the game after to beat that area, and then you move into the next area. Um, but it's a rogue light, so basically, if you lose all your lives, uh, you reset your progress. Um, but it's short enough that it's easy to keep going back, and also you gain cosmetic features that you can use for your character to use for the next time, and things like that. It's like I said, it's a really fun, relaxing, beautiful game that's just fun to put on and just enjoy yourself. And apparently, there's a multiplayer mode that I haven't played yet, and I'm curious about it. But I have to find somebody who owns the game first. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. You got me on the relaxing part. It's, yes. It sounds like a good time. If you to, have PS Plus, that. I think it's still $22. Uh, it's not much of a sale. I think it's normally $25. Uh, so it's not that big of a sale. But like I said, it's worth. It's definitely worth that price. It's not That's not a large barrier to entry. So I find it Descenders uh, by the developer Rage Squid, and it was published by No More Robots. Nice. Way to, way to get that that information in there um yeah no more i've never heard of that company um but probably the same with my uh indie of the month uh, is called defenders quest um it is done by level up labs um it is a tower defense game and i actually have the physical copy on the vita and I'm I'm not sure if it's exclusive to Vita. I'm probably on other stuff. It could probably be a mobile game. It's on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, so it's I I have it on I so I actually bought it during a the New Year's Day limited run sale. They had this crazy like over or uh, <laughs> leftover stock sale, and I just picked it up on a whim because I'm really into limited run games that they they make they publish these indie games so it's a tower defense game i haven't gotten too far into it but i just was craving a tower defense game lately and i was like oh i hadn't even opened it yet and 
you know, you guys know I have a problem with collecting <laughs> games. You so do. I finally opened it. Yeah, I do. And I started playing it. It's really good. It's well done. It's definitely an indie game, but it, it scratches that tower defense itch that I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, look at the pictures of it. It looks like a a pixel art game, yeah? Yes. A yeah, pixel yeah. Pixel art style. Nice. It looks really nice. It's pretty, yeah. It's, it's, and there's a lot of like customization and things you can do with the characters. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. I love my Vita. So, anytime I find a good game on there, I'm going to talk about it. Um, that being said, I am going to get on my soapbox. So this is the port, the basic final portion of the show where we could talk about anything that'll probably be nerd related, um, for the most part, but you know, we'll probably talk about family here and there once in a while. Um, and I'm going to get on my soapbox and talk about the state of the PS5 and Xbox series X and I guess the lack of um, the lack of the price announcement. It's just this weird game that they're playing with the customers. And I want a PS5. I rarely get consoles on at launch, but um, I was thinking about doing it with the PS5. I'm in a position now where I can do it, and I'm excited for it. And I, you know, I like. I want to be. I want to be there, but they're making it hard for me to to invest at this point and so my soapbox this week is just come on guys just give us a price give us a price for a ps5 and the, or the xbox or i'm just gonna buy another switch that's that's what i'll <laughs> hey. say about that <laughs> yeah i agree with you man I, I have a friend who's uh putting away money for it and it's just like he's just putting away a questionable amount of money trying to figure out if he's gonna buy it and he's just going with a assumption of what he thinks it's gonna cost yeah, I think it's, yeah, I agree. It's ridiculous. I'm I'm guessing like 500 or something, maybe I'm more. Hoping, yeah, I'm hoping it's about 500. I think 500 is the 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 limit. I think once you get to like 600, it starts. I don't know. I think it's too much. For yeah, console. it starts being a little more. Too, it's like at that point, like that point, buy a gaming computer if you're gonna spend over that. Point. Yeah, fair enough. You're thinking 500 for a console. You're gonna get an extra controller. You're gonna get a game. I mean, it starts adding up mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah, so just let us know what we need to save up for. Uh, yeah. Passing the soapbox over to Alan. Go All ahead. Right, to me, huh? Uh, I'm just going to do a little shout out. Um, <clears throat> growing up, uh, I watched this little show. I, well, it wasn't really growing up, probably more in high school. Uh, you guys may have seen it from here and there. Why does kids you know? The really funny show kind of vulgar humor uh i'd look it up if you're into that kind of stuff that you'll probably get a lot of good skits well during this fun time uh during COVID 19 and the pandemic uh they've been getting together and doing some discussions here and there and i've been enjoying the bits by bits but more recently and they're actually on the third episode now they got into another uh hobby of mine which was D D. Uh, they actually started doing a D&D campaign with the Whitest Kids You Know comedy troupe. And it's been extremely entertaining. Um, they call it the, their, their party is called Buckerson and Myers. And essentially, uh, they started with the Lost Minds of Phandalin, which, uh, for those who don't know, is a, a basically a, uh, a starter kit for D&D. You can buy it. It's usually very cheap. It comes with a small rule book and a storyline. 
and it takes you on a short quest uh, to get you to know uh, the game uh, so you can invest more and blah, blah, blah. Well, they decided to do the Lost Minds, and it's kind of fun because I've also ran Lost Minds of Andalin with some family of mine, and uh, it was interesting. And so watching them go through the steps that I did with my family, but completely butchering everything. So they started really well as they were trying to play a fantasy game. But uh, the leader of the bunch, uh, well, kind of the leader, uh, uh, Trevor, uh, found a way to just completely derail everything. And they basically became a comedy troupe within D&D. And so it's actually a hilarious listen to. And I usually don't like watching or listening to long D&D campaigns. While I enjoy Critical Role, those four-hour segments are way too long for me personally. Uh, this is about an hour for the longest one so far, and every time I watch it, I can't stop watching it. Uh, but anyways, really good. Uh, I highly recommend it. And uh, yeah, check it out. Whitest Kids You Know. Uh, I think they're on YouTube, so you probably Google it, figure it out. Yeah, that's cool when things combine, like two things you love like that combine. It's, uh, yeah. It's it's just yeah. a great feeling, like... <clears throat> Like people are like watching you and studying you and trying to, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just prying into your brain. <laughs> yeah. Tomas, you are up on the soapbox. All right. So first off, I'm just going to talk about, I don't know if you guys liked it or not, but I enjoyed Shazam. I, I really did. I, the movie? Yes, the movie. Boo. <laughs> I do agree <laughs> with some people. Uh, that there was some acting that could have been more more childlike. Not the Shazam, the guy who played Shazam, but maybe Billy himself could have been a little more of a kid. Um, so on those parts that I agree, I agree. But um, when I heard that Black Adam was going to be played by The Rock. Uh, yes, I'm on board for that. I I think I just lost my mind. Like, I was happy. I was really happy. Like, because a lot of the DCU movies have just been a shattering disappointment. Even, even Oscar-nominated Suicide Squad was, yeah, not that good. And Shazam. Sorry, uh, Academy Award winning. So oh, sorry, Ac Academy Award winning. Thank you. They, they did win. Me. Yeah, that's Thank right. You. Yeah, it didn't deserve it though. But um, the <laughs> the I really enjoyed Shazam, and when I heard it was gonna be uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson playing uh, Black Adam, I thought, yeah, this is this is definitely the perfect cast. And I really hope that they keep the sh same guy from Shazam because I thought he played Shazam perfectly. And I think him and, and the rock exchanging, exchanging insults will be hilarious. Like I, I thought it was great in the movie, how he was trying to ask the, uh, the doctor, the bad guy, like, I can't hear you. You're yeah. 
<laughs> so like I I just think it's a it's gonna be great and I really hope that it will be good and uh although I have heard recently that the rock could that the rock has covid and I I wish him well and I hope he he recovers well I do too uh, I really like the rock. I didn't hear that either yeah I am not I, I usually yeah don't really like those huge movie stars but the rock is definitely one that uh I admire he's a seems like a great guy I agree I and I could I agree with you that I could see that dynamic working so time will tell and like you said earlier, I I'm gonna go see it. It's a superhero <laughs> movie, so hope. Come on, let's do it well, though. At least, yeah. Please. <laughs> on that note, that is the conclusion of our first podcast here on Nerd BS, and we just thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate taking your your time to be with us. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Tomas. You guys are awesome. Um, love you guys, and I guess we'll see you next time. Yep. Right back at you, buddy. Later. <laughs>